Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Envy Rage podcast. I know it's been a little while but we've got all sorts of interesting stuff to chat about this week. Obviously again, trigger warning, lots of mentions of transphobia, homophobia um, and, and things like that. So if you're not comfy with any of the stuff that we've, we've mentioned, you know, sit this one out. But I hope you do stick around because there's all sorts of fun stuff that we're chatting about. First up, our head check for the week. Um... A Twitter account has gone viral recently that I think is very, very funny because of how mental it is. It's um, Rivellino. It's one of those like weird alpha male accounts. And um, it got, went super viral with a tweet basically of ASAP Rocky who was holding like him and Rihanna's kid, um, basically. And then um, he was like, uh, yeah, and then he was like, you know, I, I think I had the one where I had like cock shame, like... It was just super weird, and I like an old Miller tweet summed it up best, which is Rocky's a beta male that shamelessly hid his cock inside Rihanna twice. And it's literally like, fellas, is it gay to like hold your child with the woman that you love? Like, it's so fucking weird. Basically, the whole thing is men should be facing outward in these kind of like photo shoots where they're with their like girlfriend or with their like boyfriend or whatever. Um, there should be one. That is facing outwards and one that is facing inwards to the partner and it should be the woman that is facing inwards to the partner and the man that is facing outwards um because asap rocky was hugging his his wife is he and rihanna married i don't know if they're married but they're like together at least they've got kids yeah. in that yeah he has kids with her they are together he's allowed to hug her he's allowed to like do shit like that like just because stop molding because you can't get with rihanna yeah, Sorry, so it's just, you're not a high value male like asap rocky i know oh it's it's God, so it's it's it's, again, it's so funny like just i just love some of his languages like cock shame and pussy facing the world it's just such a funny way to describe someone yes, because if, if their pussy is facing the world then they must be sluts and not like, well it's 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 more like if they're like it's like yeah it's like basically the woman is dominant which is like why is that a bad thing bro who cares yeah. If they're happy. these people have not had sex with like giant um six foot two muscle women yeah and, literally like it's showing that like they're lacking from some real um perspective uh i'm sorry that you guys are unable to understand a different perspective um it's it's really saddening that you're limiting yourselves in such ways yeah, it's it's so dumb. Um, so that was a little head check for the week. Check check out Twitter account Revelino if you want to just laugh at how dumb these alpha male dudes are. Um, yeah, this is a little. Well, it's it's a, it's a sort of big news story about two weeks ago, but this was when I last made my notes. So we're going to chat about it, which is obviously the earthquake that happened in Syria and Turkey, which was absolutely devastating. Um, there is a good website which is the cut, which from from the website the cut, which is about how to help the people of Turkey and Syria, which is obviously the main thing we should chat about. And um, there's various different stuff for humanitarian aid, like Save the Children, uh, Global Giving, uh, Care Turkey, um, Project Hope. So if you're interested in that article, just search up the cut, how to help people of Turkey and Syria. And uh, there's also help with medical relief as well, like Syrian American Medical Society, Doctors Without Borders, uh, and Give Blood. So various different options for you there if you want to you know support them still uh, in the aftermath check out those sorts of um places but yeah it's obviously why are, been... we, giving, why are we giving blood to them are they like vampires or something well i think it's like, like for people who like crushed under the rubble and stuff they need blood oh you know? yeah that's that's fair they're yeah not they're not vampires them, so... although it would be kind of cool um anyway <laughs> yeah so yeah it was like two three weeks ago now on monday basically um 7.8 magnitude earthquake hit uh uh, Gaziantep, I'm sorry, I probably butchered that pronunciation, but it hit um, Gaziantep, Turkey, near the border with Syria, and it was so loud, it was like, you could hear the quakes in, like, uh, Lebanon and Jordan, and then shortly after that, a 7.5 magnitude aftershock also, like, hit the, a very similar region, and I think there was another, like, pretty big, like, it was at least 7 plus on the Richter scale, there was another one as well, like, maybe, like, oh, a few days later as well, so really, really terrible, um, all of the all of the earthquakes, leaving literally millions of people buried under the rubble. Um, when I made my notes, it says there was, uh, I I think, yeah, who predicted that the World Health Organization picked that up to twenty thousand would die, but the figures has already been surpassed, and that was as of the tenth of Feb. So the number is now way higher than that, um, which is obviously I, devastating. I personally am just at the point where it's like, why are we living on like the um. What's the word for it? Where the earthquakes, where earthquakes can happen? Um, fault line. Yeah. Why are we living on fault lines anymore? 
Um, like, I understand, obviously, yeah. it's, like, incredibly debilitating to, like, just be like, we can't have this country anymore because of the fault line, but, like, also, it's at the point where lots of people are dying, Earth we know that earthquakes exist, we know that, like, um, what else is there? There's, what else comes from fault lines? It's the, um, tsunami. We know all of these things happen. I don't want to. I, I don't know. Is it is is it bad to say that I don't think that we should be living in on fault lines anymore? I mean, yeah, I I I, I do kind of agree. I don't think it's like bad to say. I mean, it's like it's an obvious point to make. I feel like like it's like we, we shouldn't like continue to build shit there. But obviously, like all the other stuff that's already been there's a bit a bit different, you know. I mean, yeah, but like. <laughs> Yeah, sure, stuff's already been built there, so I guess we might as well use it. But, like, what happens when people use it and then an earthquake happens? People die. Yeah, no, it's pretty fucked up. So and speaking of... Well, yeah, yeah, speaking of that, we need to, like, chat about the response, which has been pretty fucking bad from good old dictator Erdogan, who's already unpopular in Germany for a number of reasons. He's leader of the AKP, which is, like... It was the majority party from 2001 to 2018, and it's since been, like, sharing power, weirdly. Um... But basically, he's essentially a, like a dictator. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, he so functions... it's a coalition dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, he's like a dictator, but he's like unpopular. And I know there was like a military coup in like 2018, so it might have been in and around then. He was able to like hang on to power, but there's also elections coming up later this year, and the, his his response to the earthquake, which in my opinion was pretty terrible, could generally have an impact on how that goes. Um, but yeah, for those who aren't aware, he's a pretty fucking awful person. He's undermined all sorts of democratic and human rights. Um, for example, he pulled out of the Istanbul Convention in 2021, um, which is, where is it? Sorry, I'm just trying to find the article, which, yeah, which is really, really bad. Um, yeah, on March 19, 2021, President issued a decree withdrawing Turkey from the Council of Europe's Convention on Preventing and Combating Violence Against Women and Domestic Violence, known as Istanbul Convention, which was a groundbreaking treaty supported by the women's rights movement in Turkey. Um, it came a few days after the, he was... It came a few days after he was opening a case to close down the opposition People's Democratic Party, um, which is, yeah, really bad. So obviously all other political parties are banned. I'm trying to find the thing in the article. They shut down, like, a lot of different, especially, like, Kurd, Kurd right um, parties have been shut down. Yeah, over the past 30 years, Turkey's closed down five pro-Kurdish political parties. Um, and it's really... Yeah, it, it, it's absolutely terrible, of course, as well as that. Also, very, very bad for LGBTQ plus rights. Um, he said, I think, he did a weird quote where, like, LGBTQ plus rights... Um, yeah, so, homosexuality isn't illegal. So, for a long time, like, it was, like, a safe haven in Asia for, like, LGBTQ plus rights. Cause you could go to Turkey, and it's not illegal to be gay there. But under Erdogan, it's been a lot more difficult. There's basically been pride since 2015. I think last time there was pride, there was that, like, kind of ironic... Like, it, it, like, basically, they were spraying water at protesters, but then by spraying the water because of, like, the heat and stuff, ended up making a rainbow over the Pride event, which is quite funny. Obviously, like, oh. don't fucking hose down protesters, but indirectly... Irony. Yeah, it, it indirectly was a, a great ally. Um, yeah. Irony is my favourite. Yeah, it, 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 it's pretty fucking terrible. Um, they amended the Constitution to protect family from deviants. Where have I heard that rhetoric before that? Gay LGBTQ plus people are deviants. Hmm, that's shocking. Um, basically makes gay marriage mm. unconstitutional as well as legal. Yeah, and he called LGBTQ plus rights the, a dictator's tool, which is like... Girl, really girl, funny coming out what? of a dictator. Yeah, literally. Like, motherfucker is, motherfucker is a dictator and he's like, um... Like, yeah, no, that's like... The you gays. Know, the, the, the gays. The gays are the real dictators. It's so funny. Everyone's like, oh my god, gay people are so powerful. And it's like, how? They don't have any fucking rights. People love doing this. Oh, LGBTQ plus rights like a powerful tool of the dictator. And it's like, girl, how? Um, It's crazy. Yeah, 17th um, March 2021. Find, find, find me an LGBTQ plus dictator that is currently dictating right now. Yeah, you won't. Because they don't exist. Find me one. Find me one. I, I can't. It's I'm me. Afraid. It's me, actually. Oh, I mean, I'm the dictator. I don't. I, stand. I'm the... No, no, stand me, stand me. I expect at least four fan edits by the end of the day. I'll, I'll try my, I'll try my best. Um, yeah. So March seventeenth of twenty twenty one, the um People's Democratic Party was banned. Um, and yeah, it's it's really really terrible. But so that's just a bit of background on him. You know, a, you know, dictator, anti-human rights, basically. Um, pretty terrible bloke, but also his response has been really, really bad. Between 2000 and 2023, um, 88 bills, um, uh, 88 bills collected as earthquake secretary. Hang on. No, no, sorry. 
not bills, 88 billion was like collected as earthquake security, but only 350 million at the time of when I made these notes was spent on recovery efforts. Where did, you know, that other shit ton of money go? Um, they've been collecting earthquake taxes since a really devastating earthquake back in 1999, which hit Istanbul. It killed, I think, over 17,000 people. Um, so since 1999, as a response to that, they're like, you know, we're going to do deal with earthquakes more seriously they've been collecting money in taxes since then if used effectively um they believe 800,000 like units of earthquake proof housing could have been built and when asked where you know where this all this 88 billion pounds went the government response was we don't know where it was but we built this cool road like that's basically their response which is fucking whack what the fuck um my opinion is why are we okay I don't know if this one is also a weird take. Why are we donating money when we know that it's just going to end up going into this guy's pocket? Well, because, like, what else are you supposed to do? Like, in, in, you'd hope... Obviously, he's not, like, a very popular leader. They've tried to oust him on a couple of occasions. Oh, you'd hope that they would, like... Obviously. Like... Ob I um, am very pro not having America uh, do its whole freedom thing. But why have they not done their freedom thing yet? Oh, yeah yeah no it's 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 kind of wild i mean yeah they're too busy it's doing okay. well because it's because they don't mind like they don't mind like right wing coups it's just like if you have any progressive policies or you're like slightly leftist they're like communist he's got to go and then they'll just queue you out of power can we just lie and say that there's oil there and that they're communist honestly well wasn't that like oh no 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 that's afghanistan i'm getting confused with afghanistan oh my like, god fucking, but yeah literally fucking they, as I said, they don't care what you do. Uh, most of my knowledge of the situation actually comes from my king, Hassan. Hassan Arbi, who's like a Turkish-American communist Twitch streamer who was there and survived the 1999 earthquake. Because like a lot of the... All of the me Turkish media is in Erdogan's pocket. So it's very, very hard to like get accurate criticism and like going onto the ground and stuff. I think there was one thing where there was like one woman who was talking about like her experiences and how like no one is there, no one's coming to help us. And they literally just like walked away and didn't want to speak to her anymore because... They were criticizing the government. Um, but obviously, you know, he's, he's Turkish, understands the situation a little bit better and, you know, was giving, I think, some, some pretty good takes. Also, um, he managed to raise over one million pounds to help with the relief effort, which is the equivalent of 19 million lira, which is more than, you know, some entire um, countries donated. So, yeah, most of my info comes from that. But it was also really crazy as well because Erdogan was banning access to Twitter, like for Turkey, because there were some people going online like, oh, I'm here. This is my coordinates. Like I'm under the rubble. Someone come save me. And then from Twitter, they were able to actually help people. But because people, because that response is so bad that people are having to literally go onto Twitter in order to get a response because the government was not doing enough. It looked really bad. So they were literally banning it. And they also were banning YouTube in Turkey as well due to like criticism of him. Basically, people can't see you know, the flames of, of, of him getting flamed online for sucking. Um, does a VPN not work? Because they could use today's sponsor, NordVPN. We do, I wish we had a sponsor. Unfortunately, we do oh not have Oh my god. Um, Can we get a sponsor? Cool. <laughs> Please give us a sponsor if you're listening. Please, but... NordVPN. I'll yeah, we... I, I, won't, I won't say cunt as much if you give us a sponsorship. Yeah, say, even I'll stop saying it, which I, you know. Um, yeah, it's just basically, it's a fucking terrible situation as i said donate to those orgs that i was shouting out so the main ones being doctors without borders is a pretty good place to start um the white helmets also known as the syria civil defense organization is on the ground in syria there's um there's save the children which is a children's emergency fund to help provide um kids in need of water and care turkey is an international outpost of care international which is trying to deliver essential items to those you know still affected by the earthquake there's also a really cool thing i think it was like a couple days ago it was in the footy i think it was at like a galatasaray game basically they stopped uh, at some point for, i i've been like half time or something and they all all the fans threw like soft toys onto the pitch to give to like the you know basically orphaned children um from the quake which was a lovely response it's one of those you know it's one of those like stories you know there's like ones that like are meant to be heartwarming but are actually really sad where it's like six-year-old works really hard all day to afford like liver treatment and it's like that's really yeah fucked up. that's fucked and i don't i appreciate it as like a thing that they've done but it's also like you have to look at this and be like hey come on in a in a late stage capitalist world this is what happens um we need to like if you don't want this anymore perhaps perhaps communism Perhaps exactly. socialism. And, and, not, yeah. even, not even communism. I'd be okay with socialism. 
Well, the Americans are gonna. The, the FBI is gonna break into MB Rage now and just shoot us on the spot. They're gonna. They're gonna yeah, kill us. Replace us with. Well, replace us with a right wing leader instead. That's why I'm pie. recording this from an undisclosed location. As am I. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things as well. Like people should rightfully be angry at this, but I feel like people's mis like anger just in general often gets like misdirected the wrong place. So let it be very, very clear. Be angry at the Turkish government because they suck cock dick and balls. Um, and Erdogan is a fucking you know dictator who hates human rights. So fuck him basically. If he's listening, which I doubt he is. If he's listening, we hate you, bestie. Um, says that update. And then we've got a lot of shit to talk about in our own country because it's a little bit mental at the moment. Um, yeah, as I said in my notes, England's being kind of fascist right now, IDK, if it isn't the, consequ it isn't the consequences of their actions. Uh, and by they, I mean our mental media and government that are incompetent. And because they can't fix anything, they instead invest in the culture war, which is basically my, my, my political take at the moment, which is very annoying. Um... Yeah, that, so right at the start of February, there were these protests in Nosley, which is, like, near Liverpool. Basically, there's, like, asylum seekers or people, like, who, who are trying to get asylum uh, currently, like, have to be housed in the hotels while the government, like, gets their, sorts out their application, basically. And obviously everyone's like, oh, my God, like, these bloody, these bloody migrants coming in, like, staying in these, like, bloody five-star hotels for, like, months at a time. This is, like, bloody woke cancel culture terrible. And it's, like, the only reason why it takes so long is because the government is trying as hard as possible to ban migrants um if they had a much better much more efficient system it'd be turned over way quicker and we wouldn't have to have this system in place so if you're angry basically basically if you don't want the migrants to be staying in five-star hotels here's what you need to do fund immigration uh, immigration processes to be actually worthwhile and not shit they need to actually be good otherwise otherwise migrants end up in five-star hotels because there has to be all of this back and forth with the original country, with Britain, and it just doesn't work. It needs to be fixed. The system needs to be re-implemented. It needs to have some cash flow directly into it. Yeah, literally, that's, like that's that's literally just it. It just needs it just needs to be fixed. Fixed, yeah. fixed. Being it's, it's, mad it's at the migrants doesn't solve the issue. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so, so ironic to... that this, like, yeah. hate against migrants is actually causing them to stay in these, like, four-star hotels. If you just, like, treated them as human beings, they wouldn't be in these five four-star hotels as much. Also, yeah, the protests were, like, very far-right, like, crazy stuff. Um, um, yeah, there have been more protests occurring since. Uh, and it's not surprising because of the language used by lovely Home Secretary Swella Braveman, who, of course, we've criticised a lot on this podcast because not a big fan. Uh, she got called out like a month beforehand by a literal Holocaust survivor who said the type of language you're using to describe migrants in this country at the moment is exact same language that the Nazis were using to describe Jewish people. Are you going to apologise for it? And she was like, no, I'm not going to backtrack on it. Like, how fucking devoid of empathy do you have to be to say to a Holocaust, a literal Holocaust survivor, I, I, I'm sorry that you think I'm treating refugees the same way that you were treated by the Nazis, but I'm not going to stop using the same language, allegedly, in my opinion. Which is like, holy shit, that is fucking so horrible. I just think that... If you have a genuine problem, like, if you are genuinely so disgusted by migrants, then all you have to do is go out, vote for, guess what, Labour, so that they actually put in and implement policy that will make sure that immigration policies are actually held to, have money going into it so it can actually work, and then there will no longer be migrants staying in five-star hotels. And if they are, they'll be there for, like, I think that you said earlier, Ray, like six hours at a time. Maybe, well, I, I don't know how long it would take, moving, but, like, if the yeah. system's really good and, like, you can, you know, sort it out, like, approve the application super fast, like, it wouldn't take long. But, like, yeah, well, at the moment, yeah, it's taking months, not, so not it has to be housed in hotels. Yeah, not necessarily even approve an application. Even if an application gets denied, they're still going to be sent back to where they're originally from, right? And even then... Well, I, I think at the moment, like, I think they announced today the government's trying to do a new scheme to end end small boat arrivals. Anyone coming to the UK on a small boat will be removed to Rwanda or another country under new laws. Which is literally, like, meant to, like, anyone coming in. It's also worth noting that most of the people, like, who... Uh, ask for asylum, get given asylum, and most of these people are literally coming from unsafe countries. Everyone's always like, why is like Britain like, why is everyone coming to Britain? Like, why can't they go to France or whatever? It's like the number of migrants that the UK takes in, 
is actually not as many. Like France takes in way more than us. In terms of Europe, like vast majority of Europe takes in more migrants than the UK does. And as well as that, the UK is like, what, the sixth biggest economy in the world? Like, it's also so weird because these dudes are like, Britain is the best country on planet Earth. But then they're also like, why does everyone want to come here? Gully pop, <laughs> Mr. Nationalist. W- what? Think we even break 10 on a lot of the, the like scales for like what makes the best country. I'm looking this up now. What makes the best best country list? Uh, I, we're not going to be up there now because we're a fucking shambles. But like, yeah, yeah, uh, like, oh no, I'm not checking U.S. news. <laughs> of course, um, they're like, we kill more oh, school, we kill more students oh, actually, with no. guns than anywhere else. That is number one, baby. Good old actually, USA. No, US, U.S. news actually isn't put the US in first. Um, overall, they are in fourth place, apparently, though. Um, if you include... Who's first? It's going to be it's gonna be like Scandinavia, isn't it? Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland. Yeah. And place. then Germany. And then Canada. Also, uh, the States, I'm pretty sure Japan. all those three countries you mentioned take in more migrants than the UK does, but yeah. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, they do. And they don't uh, have a problem just... because okay. they actually have good policies. <laughs> do you know why the UK uh, ends up being the last place that they go to do you know why? why? Look at locational-wise. Where is the last place in Europe that someone, say, from Rwanda would end up going to if they are going just, like, through Europe? Where is the last place that they would end up? Well, probably the UK. Yeah, exactly. It's just the last place. They're probably going to every other place. They're going, what? Let's just bring up a fucking world map. Well, world if you map. if you use statistics like for like Afghanistan, like refugees, the numbers that fed into like the neighboring countries was way high. If you look at what happened with Ukraine and like we obviously had some Ukraine migrants come to the UK, like the numbers that went to Poland was like it was like over like it was like several million. I'm pretty sure and the UK was like okay. nowhere near as much. Most of them, like at least like 60, 70 percent of them, off the top of my head, without any statistics, go to like the neighboring countries. It's very, very few that actually come to the UK. Yeah, no. So I don't know why people are if angry. Just look at, if you just look at a world map, even if it's just like if you're giving it the most like, like charitable way round, say they go from like Mos- uh, Morocco to, through to Portugal, right? Um, what happens if they go like through Portugal? Where are they going to go through? They're going to go through Portugal. They're going to ask for asylum in Portugal. Maybe get told no, and then a certain portion of them do get told yes, and they get to stay in Portugal. Then the next lot moves to Spain. Similar process. Some get to stay, some don't. Then they're going to move through to France. Then they're going to move through to... Then they're going to move through to England. And that's not even saying if they go all the way around, because not everyone can go on the bloody boat. They'll be going through, what, Ukraine? They'll be going through Turkey? They'll be going through bloody uh, Romania? They'll be going through Italy, Greece, Germany, Poland, Belarus? It's so it's so annoying. Like people, oh, they piss me off. They France, piss me off. France, France is just the second last. We are the last in the list of where they would be going mm-hmm. because we are just the the least easily available. All of the other countries are all in that little landmass, that little bit there, and then there's us above it. That's why. Also, I can't remember the name of the convention we signed up to, but we signed up to a convention, which basically means like migrants have a right to come to whichever country is a part of that convention so that's why they come to the uk <laughs> if you have an issue leave the convention but then like don't do that because that's a bad policy but like do you know what i mean it's just so annoying um yeah because so... then every other country will then condemn us the same way they're going to condemn us if we leave the actual human rights committee yeah it's fucking awful wanting um, to leave the human rights committee is also fucking strange because then it just you have to think for half a second why would a government want to leave a human rights committee? Why would they want to leave a committee that will then... Also, (laughs) in what world do you think that leaving the human rights committee and then going on to commit violations of what would have been um, those human rights that the committee decides upon, what world do you think that that's going to then cause us to not get sanctions? The UK will still get sanctions if we break the human rights the human rights committee puts into place you exactly. know that right what's it called staying on the human rights committee is the best way if these people want to change it to be fucking shit stuff they're just throwing a temper tantrum because they can't get their fucking way if they leave the human rights committee we're going to be even more fucked because they'll think that they can do it for free but they can't because we'll also get fucked in regards to um uh what was the word that i just said i can't remember <laughs> 
um, when we do something wrong and then we get punished for it by every other sanction. That don't act, sanctions. They'll just do sanctions against us, and then that'll get passed on to the taxpayer. Yeah, literally. It's the, just the, fucking. The, the, the Tory stupid. government should not be in place anymore because they don't know how to run a fucking country. Well, they don't have the money of the people, which is why they haven't called a fucking general election. But anyway, they, they um, won't call a general election because they can't call a general election. No, because they'll, they'll lose if they call out. one. <laughs> they'll be fucking melted. They'll be, there won't be a Tory party anymore. I know. It's like so bad. It's like I think it's illegal. I think it's Suella Braverman at the moment who's currently trying. She's been. They're like trying to move her across different like seats in like her local area because she's not popular. So they're trying to find a safe seat for her for the next election. And it's like I wonder why she's not popular. It's almost like she's fucking got the worst policies ever. It's fucking awful. Um, Yeah. But then obviously there's been. Is is when can we actually have? When is the next time that we can have a forced general election? When can they like not have like a? Oh well, we don't want to call a general election. When is a general election going to get forced? Because I feel like that needs to be put into place. Like, yeah, I, I don't know the as, answer as to as that so, question. As soon as um, okay, I'm looking this up. But when is the next? When it'll be like twenty? Next? It'll be like twenty twenty five, right? Twenty twenty four. Oh my god! Don't say that. I'll fucking cry. Um, when is the next general election? It'll be twenty twenty four, I think, because last one was in twenty nineteen. 20... It'll be held no later than 24th of January, 2025. What a beautiful birthday gift for my 24th birthday. A lovely little general election. And I think I'll be able to actually vote in that one. So, yay. Slay. Um, yeah, there's been that. Then there's been all sorts of trans stuff going on at the moment recently. Obviously, there was the, the death of Brianna Jai, which was fucking terrible. But I feel as though we, we have a responsibility to talk about it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're really aware of the story. Um... You know, she was a 16-year-old who got, who was bullied relentlessly for years, got murdered. And then initially the press reported the fact that she was trans. But then the Daily Mail reached out to, I believe it was her dentist, who hadn't seen yeah. her in like two years. And then, like, found her dead name. And then they published it. And then removed all references to her being trans. And just like, a teenager died. This is Also, that dentist broke GDPR. If that person, um, if Brianna hadn't been to the dentist in like eight years or whatever i, I don't then... know how long it was since she'd been but I, I i'm pretty sure they're like they're, they're, they hadn't been to she hadn't been to that dentist specifically in a couple years i think and but that's how they that found it GD, then that breaks gdpr so that um dentist should be investigated wow. and also brianna was dead so there is also no excuse for that information to still be on file yeah, I know. It's if like... she hasn't been there in years, then that breaks GDPR because you're holding on to information that, legally speaking, you should not be holding on to. And if she is dead, you're not going to need the information because you're not going to... She's not going to come back for a dentist appointment if she's fucking dead. Yeah, literally. Um... So, GDPR violation, in yeah. trouble, uh, fuck the dentist, especially. Yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not great, is it, to be honest? And, like, yeah, just to clarify just how fucked up the situation is, a trans woman who was a rapist was only pretending to be trans who could use women's only spaces, even though she was never housed in a women's only space. Um, and this is why we should ban all the transits. A 16-year-old girl was transphobically bullied for years, then gets stabbed. Everyone's like, oh, but we don't know she was actually bullied, and how do we even know if she's trans? It's like literally just trying to wash their hands of crimes. All your most vocal UK transphobes were completely silent on this, other than... That fucking what's his name? That fucking loser who like got banned from Manchester Pride because he's a fucking idiot and is just like in in his fucking loser arc. He was like, I'm gonna disrupt the vigil again, and then fucking didn't because he's a little bitch. But anyway, yeah, all of your favorite transphobes were like silent about this whole thing because it's almost like they can't, you know, they 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 they, they can't have their cake and eat it. They can't draw up a transphobic panic for years, you know, stoke a culture war, fan the flames, and then. When what they do actually has consequences, they try to cover it up. It's the exact same thing with what's happening with migrants at the moment. They are they, they are the two groups being demonised at the moment in this country, trans people and migrants. Um, and then as soon as the negative consequences of, of, of well, the inevitable consequences of their horrible shit happens, they try and wash their hands of it and go, oh, it's not that bad. Um, it's fucking unbelievable that the UK media are trying to dead name someone who just died. Um, and trans yeah, people it's... are just the weakest link in their view of um, LBGT. Yeah. Uh, if you, you can't have LGB without the T, the T needs to be there. Um, if you would, if, if just because um, policy-wise, trans people are the weaker link now, you can't let that weak link get broken. Because if that gets broken, then they'll come for the rest of our rights. Well, like, literally, look at what happened in America. I think I can't remember which state it was. It might be I want to say Ohio, maybe. But there was one state in America that's proposed banning um, same-sex 
marriage I now. That's Tennessee. Uh, or it could be honestly. Well, Tennessee banned drag, but like basically the words that they used basically mean that like basically anyone dressing in public different to the gender they're assigned at birth can get like arrested, which is basically drag. But that's also literally a trans woman can get arrested for being a trans woman in Tennessee, which is fucking wild. And um, for the country that is so pro freedom, they're literally like you can't dress however you want. It's fucking terrible. Um, I also believe that if that is the case, based on laws, you can go to certain countries like Germany, but like you'd be able to be a refugee in that country based on like, if you're being literally criminalized in your state for being yourself, that would meet the criteria for being able to like get support by countries like I think Germany. So anyone who's listening, if you are from there, you know, you can do that. But yeah, it's like, it was inevitable that they were going to come for LGBs after the T's. So like anyone who thinks differently is wrong. Um, it's so fucking obvious, and I've been saying this for literally years, um, but as I said, I know the story's been very, very sad, so I do want to try, you know, put a positive spin on it. Vice did a great article, um, which was friends of Brianna Jai, um, you know, paying tribute to her, and I think, you know, that's what we should, what we should do, is, you know, speak about it in, in a positive light. Um, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to, to read out some of the stuff. Um, she fam- she uh, this from one of her friends, Amelia from Scotland. Um, she made me feel unstoppable as a trans girl and really pretty because she would never let me put myself down. Um, yeah, she she's she's really lovely. Um, where is it? Yeah, we're both trans. Uh, yeah, th- there's there's so many great stories. She's one of the most open people I've ever met. It's obvious she was struggling with mental health and being bullied online and in real life. There's no denying that, but she kept going. It didn't ever stop her doing anything. I've never met anyone who started their transition so young, who was so respectful and welcoming to other trans women, not Catty at all. She'd help younger trans women to safely and legally access hormones, advise them about private doctors, and congratulating them on progress. This, yeah, just really, really sad. But I do want to, you know, share. I just want them. I just want them to say her name. Yeah. I just want people like J.K. Rowling, uh, Matt Walsh, all of these kinds of people to just say Brianna Gay's name and actually. Um, recognize that they did have a hand in murdering this girl because yeah. that's what they did yeah it's their, it's their, their words did lead to spread a transphobic message that obviously was heard by these two 15 year olds that have allegedly murdered her we don't know if they actually were the killers yet because the case is probably going to be extremely protected due to the fact that they are both children Minus. in the eyes law uh, that's why their names haven't been released. That's how we don't know if they are actually the people that went to school with her. It's likely, but it's not 100% that they definitely were the people that uh, went to school with her and bullied her. Um, but IMO, uh, this is what this is what J.K. Rowling wanted. Why isn't she happy? Why isn't she saying something? This I is know, just another it's... trans dead. That's good. That's good in her It's eyes, literally it awful. And that leads us what does she want? to... What does she want? Is this not it? Like, I know, what, literally. What, it's, what, what, it's what does Matt Walsh want? Does Matt Walsh want no more trans people? Or does he want trans people? Because this, this is the case of a trans person being gone now. And he should be happy about that, shouldn't he? He should say... He should proudly say, but he can't. Because he knows that if he says that, then that's a fucking instantaneously it becomes clear to everybody else that no they just straight up want people dead isn't an american senator right now literally saying how much he wants he he basically said that he wants to eliminate transgender oh yeah this is michael knowles he was at cpac which is like a massive like conservative like thing like every year like it's that's like it's like i can't remember what it is but yeah he basically went there and was like He's currently getting really angry at everyone because everyone's saying he's trying to do a transgender genocide. And he was like, that's libel. I never said I wanted to kill trans people. I said I want to eliminate transgenderism entirely. But it's like, how do you eliminate transgenderism entirely? The only way to do that is to get rid of trans people. So, I don't know. Even then, if you kill every single trans person, there is still the idea of transness. There is still the idea of being transgender. You can't kill what would at that point be an idea. Like... Shut the fuck up! Yeah. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, you literally. Kill every single trans person, and it's awful. If you did, um, it would be a massive human rights violation, and America would probably get a whole lot of fucking sanctions. I'd remind you guys: you guys don't have the high. Let me. We still. I still have the fucking best country list up on the fucking screen. Um, let's see here. 
No, they don't even have free healthcare. <laughs> they don't like... even have free healthcare, yeah, but they've got the highest, like, GDP as far as I can fucking see. They've yeah, got probably. the highest GDP, but they don't have fucking free healthcare. Yeah, Disaster. Also, Swi- yeah, Switzerland has, like, the lowest of the um, GDP on here, and I'm pretty sure that they have free healthcare. Yeah, exactly. They it's have fucking... 813 billion GDP, um, and... They have a way. They have a way smaller population. They have eight point seven million people, but you look at America with three hundred and thirty-two million people, and their GDP uh, per capita is way less. It's like it's like a whole ten thousand dollars less. And yeah. it's Like, shouldn't the GDP like? Yeah. Hold it's, on. it's 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 like, just like if, fucking terrible. It's it's fucking insane. It's insane. It's insane. Hold on. I want to see what would happen if we just switched it. Um, I'm really bad at maths, but um, how do I work out? Um, okay, how do I work out what would be the equivalent of Switzerland if it had? I'm pro- pro- uh, USD. No, 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 no. Um, I want to see if I can turn the Switzerland's 8.7 million people into 332 million people like the United States, and then by that, work out um, the GDP per capita. Yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, you can go for that if you want, Bestie, but I will continue. I, yeah, yeah, you continue, because I can't do um, maths. Yeah, that's cool. As, 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 as I said, yeah, Brenda Jai was... Stabbed to death, murdered. It was terrible. Um, it's it's. I think it's important to to listen. You know, hear, hear about her friends. Uh, and the same that Bri- Brianna's family said. She was a much loved daughter, granddaughter, and baby sister. She was a large in life character who would leave a lasting impression on all that met her. She was beautiful, witty, and hilarious. Brianna was strong, fearless, and one of a kind. Um, yeah, just she, she was a she was an incredible person, and that's why it's so fucking devastating. Also, she was literally like so young. She was born in like two thousand and seven. Like that's fucking crazy and she had like full access to hormones at the age of 16 like most trans people would literally kill for that that's what is even even more sad but yeah um it's pretty wild and then the new york times literally were doing the fucking worst thing ever uh but like the day afterwards like, i can't remember what it was it was like two we- two three weeks ago now um activists at glad wrote to the new york times asking them to stop being transphobic basically and the response was terrible the next day uh, jamel uh, buai that's how i'm going to pronounce it uh, wrote a pro-trans headline but it got changed by the editors the title went from the relentless attack on trans people is an attack on all of us to there is no dignity in this kind of america and removed all references to being trans uh, the new york times also the day after brianna jai was murdered did an article in defense of jk rowling where they're trying to portray this billionaire as a victim and do the classic she didn't say anything transphobic she didn't mean to offend but also i'm pretty sure in the article they were like oh jk rowling could be like another salman rushdie and she could literally die for having her opinions imagine publishing that the day after a trans person literally fucking dies like that is i think the article had been planned ahead of time but even so that is so ridiculous like you think you'd at least be have, have the common decency to delay the article by a little bit like out of respect no they can't even do that um they said criticism of her is like QAnon, even though, as me and Red were literally saying earlier, QAnon probably agrees with her on, like, trans people. Like, I'm not gonna lie, they're fucking crazy people. That's literally her pet issue, and QAnon do not like trans people. Who was it? Why, oh, why? it was, I can't remember his name. Hassan, Hassan Minaj, maybe, I think, is his name. He was, um, he did a great take where it was, like, um, basically, like, we should do a tax on billionaires so that, um, because basically they they complain about like things that aren't real issues like i don't he was basically like i don't think jk rowling had a thing to say on trans people when she was on welfare which is like so true it's like you're so rich you have so much money that you have to like come up with issues and this is just the thing that she's chosen do you know what i mean and it's also true that like so many like rich wealthy people are fucking furious about it for like yeah it's it just like there's no reason it's just boredom just sort yourself out <laughs> Yeah, there's not there's much more fun things you can and should do instead. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, so basically there was that. Um, most of the stuff I have on the New York Times is from um, Alejandro uh, Caraballo on Twitter. She's amazing. She does lots of pro-trans uh, stuff. She's super cool. Um, we're going to do a little expose of the New York Times, because here's a fun fact. They've defended both Hitler and Mussolini in the past during the 1930s. I believe, I think they called Hitler like um, like Germany's Duce, which is like 
you know, El Duce's like Mussolini. Um, they said some like, I can't remember exactly what he said. I can't find all of the articles. I'd have to spend a couple minutes searching for them. But like, yeah, some of the stuff that they, they, they said were pretty, pretty fucking wild. Um, let me try find them. Where are they? Um, pretty intriguing. Um, also, by the way, I did look it up on where the US is in um, quality of life and it's on 21. It's rated 21 and England is rated, well, the United Kingdom is rated as 12. Oh, okay. That's not that surprising. No. Uh, but Sweden is first and Denmark is second and Canada is third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they commented favorably on Mussolini uh, after his fascist coup by commenting that he's better dressed than the socialists while approvingly pointed out he's no longer a rabid revolutionary. And that was 1st of November 1992, um, which is pretty, pretty fucking crazy. Uh to, to be honest. Um, yeah, there was also, um, I think, I think the article that JK Rowling did where she said, um, you know, I'm going to get murdered was with this person called Pamela Paul, who was a former member of the Westboro Baptist church. And basically her whole thing is like, she was indoctrinated into a hate cult. So she tries to like speak to, basically she's like, I can debate, I can debate everyone out of like having this hatred and all this stuff. And it's like, I understand it's well-meaning, it's good to, like, sit down and have these conversations and do try to change people's minds, but, like, quite often, especially with someone like J.K. Rowling, like, that's been tried and it's not worked. Like, you can't do it. So by having that conversation, all you're going to do is make her views seem more popular and be like, oh, look, guys, she's not actually bad. She's actually great. And it's like, that's not going to do anything to help the people that you're claiming to want to wanna help. It's a form of legitimizing shit that shouldn't be legitimized. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking very annoying. Um, yeah, so, so, so basically that was from that article. And yeah, just said, want to do a quick expose of the New York Times. And honestly, The Onion versus the absolute shit out of the New York Times about this whole thing. And it was fucking hilarious. They, they started off with an article called, It is journalism's sacred duty to endanger the life of as many trans people as possible. Which literally perfectly mimicked their style of writing too. I will go, uh, go ahead and try, try and find it because uh, they should be somewhere down in my notes. They're all, um... Super, super funny. Uh, hang on, let me just put the notes into things so I can read out the whole article because it is very funny. Where is it? Um, give me one sec. Yeah, from The Onion. It is so, it, it was just so funny to, to read it. Um, yeah, th- this is just one, one bit of the headlines um, to like take the piss out of how journalists cover trans issues. Quentin is a 14-year-old assigned female at birth who now identifies as male against the wishes of his parents. His transition was supported by one of his unmarried teachers, who is not a virgin. He sold his parents' car and drove to the hospital, where a doctor immediately began performing top surgery on him. Afterwards, driving home drunk from the hospital, Quentin became suicidally depressed, and he now wanders, homeless, and ridden with gonorrhea if transitioning was a mistake. We just made Quentin up, and that's okay. It doesn't mean stories like his aren't potentially happening everywhere constantly. Good journalism is about finding those stories, even when they don't exist. It's about asking the tough questions and ignoring the answers you don't like, then offering misleading evidence in service of preordained editorial conclusions. It's it's so funny. Frankly, if our work isn't putting trans people further at risk of trauma and violence, we consider it a failure. It's, it is against free speech to stop us from fixating on the genitals. Like, it is just so on the nose. It's so fucking funny. Are you, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. It's just fucking... <sighs> I'm just... We live in a world. We live in a society. Yeah, I'm also going to try to find the one um, on the chicken rally because there were some funny ones as well. Uh, the Onion... They did, they did what? I can't remember what it was. Let me, I'm just going to search it up and see what comes. Where is it? Uh, oh, yeah, they did another one like literally two weeks ago. Uh, where is it? The, in- the the Onion's exclusive interview with, with J.K. Rowling. It's so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> J.K. Rowling, tell me which genitals you have right now. It's so good. Um, where, where is it? Why is it not letting me... It's not... Oh, it's up here. Um, oh, it's like in a slideshow. Um, name your favourite kind of transphobia, go. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I'm trying to find the good ones. Um, sorry. Just because these are all really funny. Um, Where's the rest of it? Um, (laughs) Will you be silenced? No, I'm a middle-aged billionaire with access to the latest medical technologies. You'll keep hearing from me for the next 350 years, at least. Um, Where where are the other ones? Um, 
Would you? Oh, this is the classic. Would you tell us about a time you're personally victimized by a trans person? Yes, I remember like it was yesterday. You see, I was advocating for their total annihilation, and then a few of them said some mean words to me on the internet. It's like, honestly, the onion fucking slaps. It's so funny. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just hilarious. Um, I just don't want. I had to mute J.K. Rowling on Twitter. Oh yeah, I, I, I also muted her. She's very Mused yeah. Hogwarts muted a legacy. Oh, I didn't mute a legacy, but I muted the words Hogwarts legacy together. Yeah. Like oh no, the, yeah, peace, peace. When I fucking muted Hogwarts legacy and discourse from my, it literally was giving me brain worms. I fucking hated it. We will be speaking about that later though. Also, everyone's favorite divorced dad Glinner tweeted out something like "fuck you, the onion." when like they did that article about him and it's literally so funny like how at this how in this day and age do you not know that the onion is like always satirical it's really fucking it's, funny it's really funny um, that graham Linehan can't see his kids um it is very funny it's yeah just big shout out to the onion basically for being the basically the only media company at this point in time in america that actually cares about trans people um there is one well, a couple more other major stories we need to chat about one of them being that my queen nicola sturgeon she stepped down um from from leader of the SNP. Of course, all the, you know, UK-based journalists were like, oh, it's because of the trans prisoner thing. Oh, but it's because of the trans... And it's like, no, like, there's so many other things going on. It's probably more likely to do with about independence. And also, she's been head of a political party for eight years. She's faced relentless harassment her entire time. Um, and she just wants to step down. And I think that's very, like, notable and no, no, noteworthy. I mean, we had to drag three separate Tory leaders kicking and screaming out of office. And yet she, you know, resigns in dignity and grace and well-respected. She has probably been the most successful politician of her of her generation, really, to, 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 to have done so well. Um, yeah, there are three candidates... That are, yeah, basically, shout out to Nicholas Sturgeon. If you're listening, I love you. Uh, there are three candidates who are currently in the run to succeed him, and two of them suck. Uh, the main one that, we're, we, that I'm a big fan of is Hamza Youssef. He is the only one, I think, so far who's been like, yes, we want to do independence. Um, I, still, I still want to do the independence referendum. Like, I'm very in favour of that. And he's also in favour of the GRR reform. The other two are you know, anti the, the GRR reform. Uh, Kate Forbes was a strong candidate initially and was very popular with UK TUFs because she was anti GRR reform. I think she was one of the first politicians to come out against it. But um, during when the actual votes were taking place, she abstained from all the voting because she was on uh, maternity leave, I believe. Um, but she's since become less popular because her um, she, she, she made the classic turf blunder of um, accidentally exposing your hateful ideology for what it is rather than just being like i have concerns about the transits she also revealed she has concerns about abortion gay marriage and of course having sex outside of wedlock which are really common and popular views in the 21st century like it's just like fucking crazy um also mental because she literally said like i don't support gay marriage and like if i was asked to vote on it right now I would vote against it, but I'm not going to, like, go back and take away those rights. I just wouldn't support them now. Like, it's literally so mental. Like, politicians know not to say that because that's not a popular view, yet she's just, she, she just, she just hates, pe hates non-Christian people that much. She just had to fucking come out and say it. Um, it's literally, li literally, um, crazy. Yeah, she came outside of sex, outside of marriage, um, and she's obviously doing the whole, like, religion thing, and they, this whole take, this whole discourse has literally given me brainworms as well because... I feel like we have this conversation all the time. Oh, like, you know, they're just, like, stating an opinion because of their religion, and they're getting, like, called out for it. And it's like, no, people are calling her out because, one, it's a it's a religious view that I don't think the church that she's a part of even believes in. And number two, like, it's just a horrible view to have. I'm not hating on it because she's a Christian. I'm hating on her because she has horrible fucking views that are so out of touch with reality and, and, and unpopular. I just hope... That one day we will live in a world where there is peace. <laughs> I know. I need some fucking peace right now from all of this insane shit. Yeah, it's like it's like so bad. Uh, of course, lots of people were like, "Oh, she's being attacked," and it's like it's like misogyny, and it's like once again I'm tapping the sign. We aren't attacking you because you're a woman or a Christian. We're attacking you because your views suck. Um, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she just made like tons of um. Super bad take. So her whole like leadership has been a bit of a a bit of a nightmare. So she went from looking really strong to looking pretty weak. The other person to do it is Ash Reagan, who basically like hasn't done anything. She she was the first one to like announce she was running for it, and then like she only launched her like thingy last week. But she's really not like actually said that much. But she was like quite high profile because she quit her job because of the GRR reform. She was supported by Joanna Terry. 
jo- Joanna Cherry, who's probably the biggest like SNP turf. Uh, it was very funny because Joanna Cherry ruled herself out of running, even though she could have never run in the first place because she's not like part of. She's not a member of Scottish Parliament, I think. So, like, it's crazy. And the front runner is obviously, as I said, Hamza Youssef, pro-GRR reform, pro-independence. It was also another really annoying take. Someone was like, oh, people are only calling out Kate Forbes because she's a Christian. Like, if she was Muslim and had those views that people call her out, no. And it's like, Hamza Youssef is a Muslim and literally doesn't have those views, and that's why no one's calling him out on it. Also, they keep on asking him the same question, and I'm not going to lie to you, it's kind of given me Islamophobia, because they keep on being like, hmm, uh, why, why do you support GRR reform? You're a Muslim, why do you support it? And it's like... Is it she says, like, basically, I, I believe in, like, secularization, like, my religious views, like, shouldn't factor into it, it sh- shouldn't factor into my politics, I support it wholeheartedly. And it's like, yeah, it, it's it, a, a good take. I don't get why the UK media is just determined to get him, a Muslim man, to say he doesn't support it, so they can then, you know, continue their hatred against Muslims, in my opinion. It's just fucking terrible. Um, but yes, I stan Hamza Yusuf, and I've just loved laughing at how ridiculous like Kate Forbes' views are. I can, I can get the whole, like, GR reform is at least controversial, right? But, like, saying you're not in favour of abortion or you're not in favour of gay marriage is, like, just not a politically, politically popular view. Like, it's going to make you lose supporters, not gain it. I just don't get why you'd come out and say it. Do you know what I mean? It's just such a bad political strategy. Um, I just, I'm just bored of, I just hate everything to do with this now. Yeah, and of course, uh, all, all the worst people came out of the woodworks to defend her. Of course, Kami Banderduk weighed in on the debate and was like, I respect her for being honest, because there's like, not that many like people who are like honest and brave enough to say it today. Um, and it's like, of course, Kami, Kami Banderduk defends her, because in my opinion, she's like, not very progressive, like at all. And um, there was a thing that she went quite viral this week, because it was discussion about basically changes to like abortion. No, so I think there's, they want to introduce, like, UK Parliament, or at least Labour wants to introduce a thing called, like, a menopause champion, basically talking, like, about menopause more openly, like, the symptoms, people suffering from it, etc, etc, talk about it a lot more, and this will see very little progress, because Kami Banadok has, like, slowed it down a lot, she, um, yeah, she, she, she slowed it down and, like, compared a menopause champion to, like, making, like, disparaging remarks about people with red hair, and it's just, like, really weird, and it's, like, yes, the, the Minister of Inequalities, in my opinion, like, well, I call them instrument inequalities because she doesn't do anything to actually help um, people. Uh, it's fucking terrible. All the worst people had bad takes on this. Basically, Stan Hamza Youssef. That's what I'd say. And the other thing it shows is like how good Nicola Sturgeon was. There's clear divisions within the SNP, and yet she was able to do a really good job at like uniting the party under her leadership. And we've got respect to her for that. I. She was bullied for too long. She was bullied for too long for no fucking reason. It's the exact same thing like with um Jacinda Ardern, who I also stand. She was president of New Zealand for like at least eight years, I think. And she resigned right at the start of this year. And she was like, yeah, basically, I just got tons of harassment. I wanted to leave. And it's like, yeah, do you know what? Fair enough. Like, I'd, I'd rather you leave on a high than like, you know, anything else. But yeah, it's, it's just fucking crazy. And now we have the final story before we go on to MISC stuff. And definitely... The most crazy one, it is the infamous story, at least on trans Twitter, the penis woman. Um, basically, on the 25th of February, there was an article from a young Tory councillor. Ironically for this story, they're the Tory councillor of Cockfosters, uh, Tory councillor Ruby Sampson, who had this terrifying ordeal she had in the women's bathroom, where she had to literally talk to a trans person. Like, that is the extent of her terrible time was I had to talk to a trans person. Oh my goodness, it was, it was the worst. Literally, like, loser behaviour. Like, fucking crazy. I'm going to try find the exact, like, um, thing. It literally, like, sounds like something out of a horror film. It's so weird. So I'll, I'll read it out for you. Um, before heading home, after a pleasant evening, I went into the ladies' loo, which has two cubicles. I emerged from mine at the same time as the woman next door, who was about six feet tall, towering over me. She wore a skimpy top, which made her shoulders seem bigger, and she spoke with a strikingly deep voice. A trans woman. The lavatory was cramped, and I had to stand directly beside her while I waited to use the wash basin. I can't deny I was a bit shocked, yet there was a sense of novelty. What would she be like? Well, we had quite a nice chat. Not exactly girly, but friendly. Um, and then it goes on. I thought... This is going well. I'm handling the situation fine. I didn't treat her any differently. Why would I? We spoke about the paucity of loo paper, the dreadful taps and temperamental hand dryer. It was as she moved to the door that it, to leave that it happened. I remarked that we had no choice but to awkwardly shake our hands dry. And she turned to me and replied, I'm going to wipe my hands on my penis. With that, she disappeared. A few days later, um, the, the woman it was about, uh, uh, Sophie, uh, Sophie from Mars on Twitter, on Twitter, she's a streamer and she's trans. Check her out if you want. Uh, she literally came out and was like, yeah, I was the person who they, they, are, they are talking about, by the way. I literally went to the toilet after attending the Brianna Jai vigil, which is even more messed up that this fucking happened to her 
uh, in the context of her pissing after that being at the Brianna Jai vigil all day. Um, she said, I'm going to wipe my hands on my jeans, which sounds nothing like the word penis. And it's also just the most insane reaction possible. As um, Ash Sarka said in the uh, Navarra media video I watched on this, like, if you heard someone say that, like, would you, you know, shit your pants and run to the Daily Mail? Or would you go, hmm, it sounds like this person said penis, but that would be very weird in this context. Maybe she said something else. What other words could she have said? Could she have maybe said, wipe my hands on my jeans? And then go, hmm, yes, that's probably what she said, and move on with your life. Like, what, it's just so fucking bizarre. It was also mental that this was picked up, because, like, there's all no... Transphobes can hear, all transphobes can hear when people fucking say, on trans people speak, it's penis, 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 vagina, 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 rape, 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 rape. That's all they hear. That's all they L hear. Literally, that's like, like I, I, I... Insane behaviour. Yeah, so Sophie Mom from Mars was like, I, I'm paraphrasing her a little bit, she was like, having to deal with the fact that I was possibly anonymously, like, sexually harassed on the internet, all because some weird Tory, like, counsellor, all she could do when she saw a trans person was think about penis. Like, it's literally so, just so fucking terrible. Also, like, it's just terrible journalism, because there's no way to verify the story. They don't reach out to anyone for the other side of the story. They just take what this one person says with no eyewitnesses, accounts, or anything at face value and, like, reports in a newspaper. That is shit journalism. Aside from, like, how horrible an experience must be for poor Sophie. It's shit journalism. Why the fuck is that getting published in a major newspaper? Fucking loser behaviour. Do you know what I mean? Literally sucks. Um, so, yeah. Obviously... I, as soon as this happened, I was aware this was bullshit because no one is going to say I'm going to wipe my hands on my penis. Like, it, it was just fucking, or it was literally the worst. Um, so that was the last one I wanted to talk about. I only want to talk about it because I think it's kind of funny just because of like how fucking ridiculous and blatant like bullshit it is. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I hope you've enjoyed chatting about that. Now we're going to talk about more fun stuff, which is our miscellaneous section, Red's favourite section of the podcast and my favourite section. And first up. We have one more section that's going to give you all brainworms. It is, I'm sorry to bring it back, but we have to discuss it. The Hogwarts Legacy Discourse, because, oh my goodness, no. there were so many takes on them, and every single one of them were, no. were bad. Uh, it's Please. literally probably my least favorite Twitter discourse, maybe ever, and that is saying something, because Twitter is terrible. Um, also, before I begin, there's been some really horrible... Um, Tra trans rights activists who tried to spoil Hogwarts Legacy. And I just want to say on our podcast, we would we, we just we just wouldn't do that. You know, it'd be absolutely terrible if we if we at home told you that Professor Fig dies at the end of Hogwarts Legacy. And this happens in every possible ending and can't be changed. Oh it'll no, be Rookwood and Rookwood. Curse that. It'd be it'd be horrible if we if we told you guys that. So yeah, guys, um, we're not going to spoil Hogwarts Legacy. Do not worry. Um, yeah, literally fucking terrible. Um, Hassan, I spent I, earlier on in this in this episode, I defended my boy Hassan, but he had a really bad take on it. Um, it was like a boycott, stupid because you can't do boycott of that size. Like J.K. already made the money. It would be better if people stayed on it and donated to trans charities. But like, I'm not gonna do that because like people will get angry at me and scream at you. And it's like no one's gonna get angry at you and scream at you if you're doing it to like, if you were to play Hogwarts Legacy, and be like, I'm going to donate money to anti-trans, anti-trans to pro-trans orgs, like help out, I don't think people would scream at you. Um, I think people are just screaming at you for like playing the game and like being like, do you know what I mean? Also, it's so known because like literally every single cis person, it was like they were held at fucking gunpoint and were like being forced to tell us. It's like, you just you just don't have to say that you played the game if you don't want to. It's it's fine. You don't have to. But like literally everyone was like, no guys, I'm sorry. I, I have to tell you. I played the game. I have to tell you that I enjoyed playing the game. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just don't give a shit. Just don't fucking tell trans people if you know it's going to make them uncomfortable. It was just so annoying. Just, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. I blocked the word on it on Twitter. Yeah, like, it, it, it was it was the worst discourse ever. All I'm going to say is, um, I think it was Rock Paper Shotgun that released a uh, article that was like, the gun that is pressed against my head is a 9 out of 10. I can't remember what who posted the article. It was essentially an Onion-style article making fun of IGN for their review of Hogwarts Legacy. Also, did want to bring up the fact that they've rated Destiny 2 Lightfall uh, a 5 out of 10 compared to Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy a 9 out of 10. Um, I, mean, the game even, I mean, maybe this is just me in my hair up, but I'm sorry, the game did not look like that great graphics it was like okay but like apparently you can only do like four spells or something it's just like it's not that great um as i said that yeah the takes were terrible um it like people people were like oh like, i could donate money to trans charities but everyone will bully me so i'm not going to do it and it's like one donate to trans causes anyway two yes it's bad to play the wizard game so i'm going to call you out on it like the takes were just 
so bad. I really hated it. Um, like, I, I, I don't get why other people, like, I, I, I do agree with some of what he's saying, like, the protest was, like, slow, or, or, like, there's no point boycotting it, it, like, looks dumb, I kind of get that. I do get his point of, like, why don't I do this instead? Like, I should have done, but it's like, you can still just donate to trans causes and play the game. I don't think people would be mad at you if you did that, to be honest. I just don't want... They're just... It's just... Oh, my God. They don't respect trans people. Because you know how they would just, like, not have anything to do with the issue. They would not have any problem at all. They just wouldn't bring it up. They just wouldn't bring it up. They wouldn't actively play it in front of our faces. Like, um, what was that? That girlfriend reviews thing or whatever... Mm -hmm. um, got told that they didn't uh, that like by their fans that they didn't want people playing that they didn't sorry they didn't want um go they didn't want to watch it they didn't want to play it, they didn't want to see their um favorite streamers playing and it caused a bunch of people that were regular um uh, viewers of their channel to just unsubscribe uh uh what is it is it subscribing on Twitch yeah yeah they just weren't renewing their subs. Um, and that pissed off the girlfriend and she went and cried, um, because they kept getting angry and it was just, it was just their trans fans being like, yeah, uh, I'm not going like, to support you to do this. And it's, it's also, it's also they, so annoying because it's, also, it's also a case of they thought that just putting on a, uh, doing a, um, charity campaign for, um, the Trevor Project would somehow slap a band-aid on the fact that they're giving free publicity to the turf game. And Literally, it's like, it's like, it's like all these people like... They were also saying like... that they were bullying. They were also saying they were getting bullied, but they were also receiving the mildest criticism. I know, it's like, just, it's so annoying. I don't it's a... want to watch you if you're going to do this. It, it's so I'm annoying because away. like, like, it's such a tiny show of support is just for my trans fans i'm not going to buy the game or even if you buy the game don't tell people that you're going to no. play the game and then it's they, like they i don't get what you're getting they angry. given the game they were given the game because they knew that what's it called um hogwarts legacy gave uh, girlfriend reviews the game for free so that they would play the game and publicize the game that was the uh, their trans fans point their point wasn't you didn't buy the game. Their point was you are advertising the game. Mm. I know it's it's just so annoying. And as you said, like yeah, it's, people don't care about trans people. It's such a tiny deal, such a tiny thing to do. People can't even do that. And yet they're, they're like, sorry guys, I actually do support the trans community, but I am going to play the wizard game. And like it's just fucking, it's the worst disc discourse. It is also fucking crazy. Like the plot of the game as well. I'm just reading my notes and I literally forgot about it. Um, like the the plot is like. It requires you to stop a slave uprising, I think is the plot. And there's also like, it's like, like the, similar to like, goblins are like similar to like blood label or whatever. You would like talking about, there's like the horn or something. I think you put, it was on your Twitter at some point. There's like this horn that was connected to anti-Semitism or something. And that's like in the game as well, isn't it? I just don't know anything about the game and I don't want to know anything about the game. Yeah, no, it's it basically terrible game. Don't play the wizard game. Also, stop getting angry at trans people because we're angry that you're playing the game. It's really not that complicated. Um, now, after all that and that brain, you know, th those brain worms I just gave y'all, we can talk about more fun stuff. Uh, Spain did a very big good by passing a series of very progressive uh, legislation. They introduced self-ID for people 16 and over, which passed 100, 191 to 160. They joined countries like Denmark and Switzerland with the self-ID law, and Finland, which introduced a similar law earlier this year. Um, other laws include a 16 and 17-year-old finally being able to have an abortion without parents' consent, a free period products at schools, and prisons and they became the first country in Europe to offer paid menstrual leave so massive W for Spain putting the UK absolutely in the mud although I do believe there were certain parts of the self-ID law like mm -hmm. like certain provisions to make non-binary people's lives better that were removed over concerns about women's safety hmm when have I had that argument before so not all good um, but for the most part still pretty slay uh, I just why can't all of the issues be solved, like, now? Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be kind of great if they could do that, to be honest. Um, yeah, there's that. What else do I want to chat about? Um, oh, yeah, there was, like, the, the Royal Dahl books change, and everyone got really angry about it, and it's just so annoying, because, like, everyone confuses, like, woke with trying to sell more books. I don't think the actual publishers give a flying fuck. The only reason why they did that is so that they could sell, like, more books. That's, that's, that's you know, that's what it's about. Um, like... Uh, they're, they're, they're not doing it to be worked, they're just doing it because they think they'll make them more money. Like, they, they, 
whenever corporate people like talk about or like corporations going woke or whatever it's like they're only doing that so that like people will buy shit they don't actually care it's so annoying that they actually think like people are going woke also it's one of those things that, like no one asked for and like generally I, I don't think most people like care like they changed the language of like some of the words they were basically like that were like basically a bit offensive towards women like they'd say like fat or like ugly and stuff and they just like remove those references which is like nice and progressive don't get me wrong but also like i don't think anyone cares do you know what i mean like it's so annoying this has been made a big deal when like really not that many people care i just don't know anymore i'm just i'm <laughs> this is all distressing yeah it's it's pretty terrible um final well we've got we got two more other things we can chat about as well uh which is Jakub Yankto, who became uh, the only second, the, the second only opening queer person to be playing in the domestic top flight league, I believe, after the Chechia international recently came out as gay and seemed to have received plenty of support from friends and family, which is pretty good news. And then the final thing, which I think you also want to talk about, Andrew Tate in his flop era in prison. Literally like four days ago, he was tweeting out about like fighting like a ghost or like some apparition. It's absolutely wild. He also stole art from a person the true art of him which is oh yeah no yeah the tomb, the, which is a similar case to the whole two mad thing that's happening right now uh yeah if it's... you don't if you don't know about it um too mad is a a streamer that kind of got popular during covid because he would like join into people's like his, his friends would give him like codes to enter people's rooms on like teams and uh zoom <clears throat> and he would basically go in there and do improv and like um just be funny and annoying and it was basically just prank calls but zoom um but now what he just does is just post word soup on twitter um and recently he stole art from a um a person that did art of blaze from sonic um and just removed her um what's it called what's the little like the signature that she watermark Rem removed the watermark removed the signature and was like w and posted wip and then his at saying basically that he did it and then when people said that's not funny you just stole art what the fuck he was like you just don't get me you just don't get the joke and it's like this isn't a joke if it had been something like the fucking mona lisa then sure that would have been funny but it's like you just you just stole a person with 5,000 followers art. You just stole from a tiny, tiny Twitter account. For what? Yeah, it's horrible. Um, but yeah, the Andrew Tate stuff. Um, it was looking like for a while that he had cancer. He does not have cancer. Well, I think that was like a strategy to get him out of prison. Basically, his team were like, oh, he's got cancer, he needs to leave. But then he it doesn't. Was, it, it wasn't a strategy, because if it was a strategy, they would have kept going with it. Um... Because obviously his doctors can't come out and say, yeah, no, he doesn't have cancer. Um, so politically, well, not politically, if they were going to do that as like a thing, they would have just kept going with it and just um, said that he did have cancer. He doesn't have cancer. He um, It's scar tissue from a previous fight uh, back when he was still um, doing his uh, fighting career. Um, it's just scar tissue on his lung. It's not um, a dark spot like they thought it was. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's completely fine. He came out and said, I'm fine. I don't have cancer. It's just... He said it in his weird way, but it's essentially him saying, it's just scar tissue from a fight, and my lung heals weird. Um, my lungs have higher capacity because of it. It's, it's fine. Um, but he also did steal art from another person, that drew art of him, like, I think as a joke, like, of him, like, in his jail cell with the, like, Matrix writing falling down on He's just him. such a loser, do you know what I mean? He really is. He's fucking weird as fuck, but whatever. Yeah. He's in jail. What What's he gonna do about it? He's, He's in his flop bear, for real. We, we hate him. Uh, we, we at the Embridge Podcast, not a fan. Um, Yeah, it's been a pretty good episode. We chatted about all sorts of funky stuff. Uh, I'm not sure when we'll be back. It'll be at least a couple weeks. Uh, so I hope you've enjoyed listening. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. Ciao, Bella.